Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to our take on it. It's your girl, Deborah and Jackie, and we're in the studio. It's Thursday morning in Toronto, and it's a beautiful morning. It's chill, but it's nice. It's gorgeous. It's very beautiful. Yeah. And you know what? If you were on the wake up list this morning, you ought to thank God for waking you up. Because I want to say something, Jackie. Yesterday, I got a call from my son teacher at school. Uh -huh. And one of the kid in his class, or I think, you know, sorry, he's in grade three. Mm -hmm. But he was a kid that was loved by so many of the students. And he went to sleep on Sunday, excited to wake up for school on Tuesday. He didn't wake up on Monday. Oh, I know. It's he shocking. went to sleep and didn't wake up. And there's so many people that has been leaving us that way. The silent death, we call that. Mm -hmm. And... The world is growing so fast with so many things that is happening. You know, there's so much anger. There's so much pain. We look at what's going on in Ukraine. We look at what happened at the Oscar. That is something that's going to be talked about for years to come. The next Oscar, everybody's going to tune in to see who's going to get the slap out of, out of somebody. Yeah. Um, um, we're having our election coming. There's so many things on the table that needs to be looked at carefully and who we really need to be a leader in this country because I'm telling you leaders these days, it's not all that is stacked up to be. But the only leader that we know is the Lord Jesus Christ and he's the author and finisher of our faith and we have to look forward to him for everything that's happening in this world. All the help, our source comes from him. And so, Jackie, you have an interesting scripture that you want to read for us to start this morning off. And what would that be, my dear? Well, I think we're going to focus on anger because that's going to lead into the subject of yes. our discussion. And I'd like to take three specific uh, quotes from the Bible mm -hmm. and passages that really lay it out beautifully. Mm -hmm. The first one is Psalm 37, 8, and it says, I will bridle my anger. Yes. Trash my wrath, cool my pipes. It only makes things worse. That's the first one. And the Bible in Proverbs 14.29 says, Be slow to anger and have great understanding. I am not like he who is hasty of spirit, exposing and exalting his folly. And the final one, which is my favorite, because I've been guilty of this at times myself, mm -hmm. I am not quick in spirit to be angry or vexed, for anger and vexation lodge in the bosom of fools. Mm. So there's a great one. And to draw attention to what you were just mentioning, I also know a lady that was a great uh, colorist at the hair salon I go to. And she, you know, had been divorced for many years. She lost her husband. Uh, and uh, she found the perfect gentleman. Uh, they golfed together. They took vacations. This guy was ready to propose to her. And just like you said, she went to sleep and did not wake up the next oh. day. And I mean, this woman had found the ultimate happiness. And when they didn't see her show up for work, she had designated appointments, but she lived outside of the city. And fortunately, her neighbor had a key to her house and they went in and found her dead in bed. And this is what I'm and saying. I'm telling you that, you know, when we get angry and explosive and upset over things, you realize that time is so short. Yes. And it's so precious, you know, and how people react in the moment is sometimes a very poor indication of, you know, not appreciating your life, you know, and just... Uh, bringing things that you were so accelerated in, bringing them to a low, humiliating level because of your own actions. Mm -hmm. So you have to be careful. So, Deb, lead the way with our discussion today. Now, as we talked about earlier here, we're going to talk about how the whole event at, at the Oscars could have gone differently. Now, Chris Rock, as we know, is a comedian, and he has taken jabs at pretty much everybody. And that's what comedians do. That's, that's how they make their bread and butter, mm -hmm. by making fun of other people's life, right? Um, and so Jada Smith was 
not off limits. She was pretty much, he did that. But I believe, to be honest, Jackie, the way that that happened, um, violence is not the answer for anything. Let's, let's clear that up. Not whether it's directly or indirectly, violence is not the answer. It's never is. But it's a process that we're all facing and we've all experienced. Either someone close to us or someone not even close to us, we've all experienced violence and we know it doesn't leave a good taste in our mouth. Um, having said that, when Chris Rock made the joke, I really thought it was funny. I'm, I'm not even going to sit here and say, well, uh, I'm not trying to be sensitive to Jada's, you know, um, health issues that she's currently facing, but it was a funny joke and it wasn't like direct to the fact that her illness stands out. You understand what I'm saying? He just said, hey, Jada, you'll be the next G.I. Jane too. Now, for me, I've seen the movie G.I. Jane and Demi Moore, who is a bad you-know-what star in that, mm -hmm. she, her character was to show the powerful and... It's like a powerful... Very competitive Very nature. competitive, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that... Although you're a woman, you still have that competitiveness to go up against a man's ability. Yeah, because it's about a Marine. Yes. And Marines have to be incredibly strong. And tough. It's, yeah, it's tough. It's one area in the military where it's so highly specialized that only a few people can meet the criteria. Right. So she shaved her head. She went through these back-breaking exercises and excruciating boot camps that the men have to go through to qualify. Mm -hmm. And she kicked ass. She did. You know what I mean? So it, it's, it's really a question of saying that that was a movie of empowerment. It wasn't a movie of weakness. Yes. But as you say, Chris Rock was making reference to the movie that maybe yes. there could be a reboot of it. Yes. So it was a joke in that context, you know? Yeah. It was not to diminish Jada in any way. But I have to say, in Jada's defense, she rocked a bald head. She She did. was she one did. of the most stunning women at the Oscars. Yeah. I mean, I thought so many women had just too much boobs and their dresses weren't really classy enough and regal. But she had, you know, the dress came up on her neckline. She's small. You know, her head is petite. She has beautiful skin, nice eyelashes. She looked good. Like a supermodel. Yes. And she could have owned it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of... Uh, highlighting this vulnerability because when she looked at Chris Rock after he made the joke, I think it was coming from her perspective to sort of say, oh, well, it figures you would have picked on me. But she really could have taken a different perspective herself, not just Will, but she could have just laughed it off with everybody yeah. else. You know what I mean? And said, okay. And I know from a woman's perspective that losing your hair is somewhat of a traumatic experience. It is. And I'm not going to diminish that. But in the same context, it's how you wind up, how you recover from things and present yourself. You know what I mean? And she could have accentuated the fact that the boldness was how she chose to show up. It was a boldness. Yes. At, at a national event that was covered all over the world. She made a statement to come without any hairpiece or any yeah. wig. She made a statement to walk in there. Yeah. So in other words, she had to be comfortable in her own skin and able to present herself that way because she was the only woman at the whole Oscars that didn't have a head of hair. Yeah. She was the only woman there. Yeah. And she was one of the most beautiful there. And, and yeah. just to piggyback on that. Now, everybody's sitting everybody's having a great time he made the joke her husband laughed because he thought it was funny too yeah. until he looked at Jada and he saw Jada rolled her eyes and I don't know you know sometimes when you as a couple live together there's certain gesture that you make that that person would understand what that means oh, yeah you know 
It's almost like Jada rolled her eyes and then look at Will to say, if you don't get up, then kick his ass. I'm going to kick your ass when you get home yeah. type of thing, right? Yeah. And And I feel like Will... Well, you know, he just wrote a book and in his book, he talks a lot about the abuse that his mom suffered and how much he couldn't be of help oh, really? or protector yeah. Yeah, for, for his mother while her, his father was really physically and mentally abusing his mother. And so he always look at himself as a pleaser. So he's thinking, if I please my father this much, maybe he won't put hands on my mother as much. So he wanted to take the distraction away from his father, from his mother and place it solely by pleasing his father. That's such a huge burden to place it on is. a child. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Even even in his book, he wrote about when he got his first heartbreak at 15, he said, this girl cheated on me at 15. And this is something he said to himself. He said, after that, he said, I am going to become the biggest actor in Hollywood. And no woman would be able to ever cheat on me again. Well, he did become a big actor. Yeah. His name is all over the world now. Not just if nobody knew him from an actor, they would know him from the slap. Because yeah. everybody felt it across the television station, yeah. right? Sure. And so, so, so he, he had gained all those accolades. And then he got himself a woman who everyone considered as a narcissist. Yeah. And they're not just saying that because you know something, when you open your mouth, that's how people know who you are. Because when you put your life out there on social media, social media has to be the most toxic place for everyone to be hanging out right now. It is such a toxic environment. Very true. It's like everybody yep. lived their life on social media. If you don't hear it first on social media, then it's old news. Back in the day, we had to wait for the newspaper and the television to broadcast that. Now it's right in your face, at your fingertip. You can hear everybody's life story. So you don't have to wait for the next gossip line. You hear it from the horse's mouth. Yep. And Jada has been very ver vocal about her life. She said she was a sex addict when she cheated on Will. She used to do ecstasy, cocaine, and all this stuff. So she had a combination. She was even she even told us that her grandmother taught her how to self-pleasure herself at the age of nine so that she don't have to depend on a man. And I think probably that's why Will Smith is not really all that he thought he could be to her. Hmm. And so she silently suffered him. And that's just my opinion. Wow. With all the with all the stuff that he has to sit there by her, no marriage should be that painful for the public to see. No marriage should be that painful. And even if you're going to air your business for us to see publicly, there are some things that you still have to keep to yourself. Oh, definitely. Even like yeah. when you pray, that's why the Bible, that's why God said, when you pray, go in your closet, in your private place and pray to me. You think that's the only thing he wants you to do in private? He right. wants you to do a lot of things in private. Absolutely. Yep. He doesn't want you to go expose it's your not, entire self because what happens? Yeah. What happens is when it comes to the enemy, the enemy don't know what we're thinking until we say it. And when we say it, he make it possible for him to get one up on us to do exactly what we say we can't do or we will do. Right. The enemy only work based off what we say. What and that's why the Bible said what comes out of a man's mouth defiles him. Yeah. The Bible the, the the devil doesn't know what we're thinking. Only God knows what we're thinking on us. So it's always better to keep your inside thoughts to, to yourself, yourself and yep. take it to prayer. Yes, very good. Yeah, it's true. You because know, once you voice it on the outside, the devil can it's manipulate manifest. it. Yes, and you will manifest it. You will bring it to fruition. Absolutely. And so yep. when it comes to Will and Jada, there's been so much toxicity inside of their relationship that it, there's an overflow of sadness. 
And the Oscars was supposed to be a place where Will was finally getting an award yes. to be the fifth black man in history to get a prestigious award like that. And he literally self-sacrificed himself all in the name of love and protection. And now he's at the bottom of the pit because his wife is saying, well, I think he overreacted. I never told him to go and slap Chris Rock. He overreacted. And now I'm getting the backlash of his action. And so she's now more pissed off at Will for doing what he thought he was doing in her defense. Exactly. So she's actually looking like she's been violated by exactly. this. Exactly. By this both affect, of them. Yeah, this will affect her reputation exactly. and her social media status. So she's coming at it from a but very... But it is affecting her. Yeah, her a very reputation. selfish standpoint, which means basically if she can think that way, she's damn well capable of standing up for herself and defending herself. That's she what she said. bad enough to do it. That she didn't need him to run interference That's for her what she said. and put his whole reputation on the line. That's you know what, what I mean? She said. Because sometimes men react that way. And it's true. Women think, well, who do you think I am? Some little mealy mouth bitch that can't handle herself? You exactly. know what I mean? And women would prefer to say, look, let me clear the air. Let me handle this my way. You know what I mean? So men overstep thinking they're protecting you. But in fact, they're bringing you down and making you look incapable. Of, of dealing with your own situation. And your but own also, stuff. too, yeah. I, and I'm thinking, okay, if the intent was not for Will to react, I, 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 I didn't saw that you nudge him to say, hey, get up there and, and kick Chris Rock's butt. But you give him a look that probably means something between both of you. There's a cold look that you guys give yeah, each other. Exactly. It's time to handle that business for me yeah. or whatever the case may be. But at the same time, if you know your husband as well as you say, you know, your husband, when he got up to move, you should have just stretched out there and said, babes, this is not the time for that. Right. Let's, exactly. let, let's handle that after. Beautiful. Okay. Yes, exactly. But you did it. You didn't and respond. even when he walked back, you didn't even stretch over to say, sweetheart. Yep don't even when he sat down and started saying leave my wife's name out of your black 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 mouth yep twice he said it you did not even say honey calm down yeah true. okay mm -hmm. calm down yeah there was no support very good from yeah. her end to will yeah there was a total disconnect between them. Exactly. one person is thinking something like she may have had her thoughts as you say but when she saw him reacting, that was the time for her to react and be protective and just sort of say, uh, well, leave it alone, baby. Leave it alone. OK, um, I get what he was doing, but this is not the time or the place. This is your you moment. Say. Yes, exactly. So she could have defended him. She could and have. That's really a, a good point. That's what a team, that's yeah. what a team in a relationship looks like. It's yeah. supporting each other. When the ups, when the going gets tough and the tough gets going, you support each other. You know when to hold them and when to fold them. Yep. You don't just keep the ball rolling and then when, when it's all said and done, you backing up and say, well, I didn't ask you to do this. Yeah, that's true. Your emotion propelled me to do that. So why did you show me an emotion that you know would get me very sensitive about the whole situation because of my love for you. Yeah, that's beautifully said because it's like a defense mechanism. Yes. When you're there with, with somebody that you care about, you both have to be one another's protector and, yeah. gu and guardian, you know what I mean? And you should stand up for each other and act as a unit. And when that attack was made, even before he got up, without swearing, he could have said, whoa, man. Hey, tone it yeah. down a bit. You know what yeah. I mean? And I think just between two men, he would have understood it. And I think Chris would have been big enough at that point to say, oh, chill, man. I didn't mean anything by it. Okay, let's drop that joke and move on. You know, I think that Chris really knew that he had an audience and he would have toned it down, so to speak. So the direction really had to come from them. 
and he's the one that started with the profanities and I use the B word and I do excuse mm -hmm. it myself, but it, in the context there, you know, um, profanity really puts you into a ghettoized kind of position. And it really demeaned Will to the point that it made him look classless and like somebody who shouldn't have been the recipient of a, a, an award, as you say, that carries international prestige. It carries it for your race. It carries it for your the title uh, of the you know the subject matter, and also for your reputation over the long run. You know, Sidney Poitier is in that category that he was being put in. You know what I mean? You don't take that lightly. And he turned around and he made it just a cheap, awful tawdry experience not and just sadly, for himself but for everyone for everyone at the that's Oscars. what we're going to remember yeah that's what we're going to remember yeah so it's it's kind of terrible you it, know? Is, it is terrible yeah and, and the other thing that i that i really my take my other takeaway from that night was um when regina hall and amy schumer and wanda sykes i mean they were all hosting and they made jokes to uh, you know, to Will and Jada as well. Yes, Regina, absolutely. Regina, Regina said, "Hey, Jada, I'm looking for single men." And I heard, "Will, Will, you're single. You can get up here." Why didn't she go up and said, "Hey, Regina, how dare you put my husband in such a category when you know he's a married man?" Yes, she exactly. didn't. She 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 didn't do that. They they both laughed at it. So is it okay? So again, the question is: Is there a double standard there that night? Because both all comedians take shots at Will and Jada, but then one was more offensive than the other? I think both were disrespectful. One was disrespectful to the marriage and the other was disrespectful to her physical attract, to her physical look. So why was that not addressed? Very good. Why yeah. was that not addressed? So you see, there's a weak link there. So, so, and the question becomes, if that was Kevin Hart or Dave Chappelle or DL Hughley or whoever other, or Cedric the Entertainer or Steve Harvey, made that exact same joke, what would have been the reaction? We don't want to say, well, okay, you know what? I would have loved your scene. You know what I'm saying? But I guarantee you, <laughs> Will would not have taken that approach. But I believe him and um, Chris Rock may have had some friendship where he know of a weakness about Chris Rock, why he could have taken that step. I don't see him taking that step if it was a white man out there making that same joke. Hmm. He wouldn't dare go up and raise his hands. Well, Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. And at the end of the day, like I said earlier, if that comment was made on Jada's social media and her red table in the comment by saying, hey, girl, you get ready to be G.I. Jane too. Would Will have gone and hunt down that troll person and slap the shit out of them? Hmm, no. Would he have done that? No. No. So why, why, why do it so up close and personal and ruin your whole reputation? Yeah, very good. Yeah, it was just a very, very bad move. It wasn't here. a thought out... Um, well, position at all. that was like the, the statement I made when I took some biblical references. It's like sometimes when we get angry, we just don't stop. And that's why they use the phrase anger is one word away from danger. And it's so important because when you're just not thinking, you know, you just, you're, your mind is, is just going faster than your thoughts are able to, to establish, you know, a, a foundation and you just are reacting. And it's like a, gut reaction. It's a primitive reaction, the way an animal would react. It's almost subhuman, you know, because everything we do as people should be uh, thought out. And that's why it's the mind is the battlefield. You've got to think yes. before you respond because you can, it, it's like in that instance, you know, how many people stab someone without thinking 
Or like what happened recently in Toronto, a woman was pushed onto the subway track. Just like that. Just like that. The woman just came right beside her and just shoved her. Like nothing. Yeah. Regardless of what may have been going on in her head, it was just a shocking thing that, you know, there seems to be, they didn't know one another, no contact, and you just push a woman almost to her death. Or just even two weeks ago, what about this student that was just in the subway and somebody just walked up to him and point blank, shoot him, shoot him, shoot him. Exactly. And this is the thing. And, and you might say, well, that could be a crazy person or mentally about it could be but at the same time there have been people who have been at a party and maybe had too much to drink you or step a little on their lean, shoes and you step on them and all of a sudden out comes a weapon and yeah. that person's life is ruined forever in that split second just because you were pissed off you decided to attack yeah and you just don't know in that moment you can ruin your entire reputation and i don't think will smith will ever come back from this incident. Sadly. I think he will. Um, I want to say that the public can be forgiven as well, because when you think about it, you know. Um, well, when I say come back, I mean, I suppose he will work again and he'll do these things, but that image will remain a stain on the Oscar. Uh, it will. Yes. It will. He's banned for 10 years. I mean, yeah. what, what could be more? I mean, that's not even a punishment, to be to be honest with you. That's just like a, a timeout. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a timeout position right there. But at the end of the day, it does not take away his ability to be the great actor that he is or the great father or husband that he is. Yeah. Um, I think what... Uh, he's in therapy now and I really hope that he gets the, the help that he needs because what I do see for Will is more of an anger management control and it's a spin-off of what of who his father was that is now genetically tied to him that he needs to break that curse. Isn't that amazing though? I'm, I learn every day, you know, how important how you're brought up is, you know, and the experiences that you go through because you really do carry them right through to adulthood. And it seems shocking, you know, that we can all sit back. But if any of us have ever been in a position where you've had emotional abuse, physical abuse, you carry these things and they can come up so late in life, you know, and change or restrict, you know, the the uh, the way you perceive yourself and how you perceive other people. It's really a very serious issue. Well, the other thing about that, too, I know everybody have an opinion, has an opinion as to how well could have, you know, handled that situation differently and how would they react if they were in Will's position. But guess what? You weren't in Will's position. Right. And, and, and you can make all the judgment you want about Will and how he handled it. But until you are in that situation and that moment come for you to react, how will you react? As much as you think you can have control, self-control, or you can think about the situation, sometimes there is no time to think. Yeah. It's just time to react. react. And yeah. when you react, that is the consequence that you're going to have to face for the rest of your life. Because your last impression, you know, your first impression is a lasting impression. Mm -hmm. And whatever impression you leave at that moment is what's going to stay with you for the rest of your life. So it's easy for us to sit back and judge and say, well, Will shouldn't have done that and Will should have done But if you're not in Will's shoes, you won't understand. You wouldn't understand where he was coming from. You wouldn't understand why he got up out of his seat, knowing that he was there for something as yeah. prestigious as the Oscar, why he would risk that, why he would just throw everything in the air to protect somebody that he loved. You would not know unless yeah. you're put in that position. Exactly. And this is why I feel like and the in public... His, in his soul, there was a deep sense of hurt, yeah, as you say. As yeah. Even when he did his speech, yeah. right? But at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, we have to be able to forgive as well. There's a healing process now that is needed for this to just kind of like 
level itself out for Chris Rock, for Will Smith, for Jada, and for the general public. There is a healing process that needs to happen, and it it can only happen by us forgiving Will, Jada, and Chris Rock. And we said, "What are you going to forgive Chris Rock for?" Well, Chris Rock is the instigator for all of this. Yeah. If he didn't say anything, none of that would happen. Yeah. So whether he said something that was kind or not kind, the fact remains he started it, and Will ended it, mm-hmm. and so. Right now, it's a time for healing. We can't throw Jada under the bus as much as we've already thrown her under the bus or how much she's already thrown herself under the bus. She feels just as terrible as we feel. We'll feel horrible as we feel. And Chris Rock probably feel horrible. I mean, since this incident happened, Chris Rock fame has gone up. Let's face it. There's a negative and a positive in it. You know, his ticket's gone from $46 to $406. You know what I mean? So come on. You know, he's making money. He's off making of it. money off and of it. And he's not really trying to exploit it, but people have uh, enjoyed the fact that he was victimized to yes. a certain extent, and they're making him richer for yeah. the process. Yeah. But I have to say, I have to give credit to to Chris Rock for the his composure, and this is what anger and um, it's like anger versus resilience. I would say, yeah, okay, yeah, because he. Stood his composure. He didn't, he, yeah, yeah. He, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't react. Yeah. He just said, "Well, Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me." <laughs> you yeah, know? Exactly. And this is what live television looks like. But and yeah, you're right because it could have escalated and gotten escalated. much worse if he had responded in any way. And yeah. there are some people who might have shoved him after that slug or something. But yeah. he is to be credited for allowing the show to go on. Yeah, because he just made a comment, but he just acts surprised and shocked rather than. You know that sob. You yeah. know, how could he have done something like yeah. that to embarrass? And me? that's why I think yeah. if you if you really want to repay Chris Rock, you need to give Chris Rock because back in the day, Chris Rock had a show called Everybody Hates Chris Rock. But now you should have a show. Everybody loves Chris Rock because this moment is a moment where if you didn't know who Chris Rock was, now you know who Chris Rock. And if you hated Chris Rock, you now love Chris Rock, and not just because of him being a comedian, but just because of the integrity that he held. Throughout yes. the process. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of people could have held that. Not even me. Yeah. And I'm just saying that because I'm not in the position that he was in mm-hmm. to remain composed on your job. So Will violated him on his job. He was working at the time. Right. I didn't see the Oscar protecting him. There was no protection for him for that slap not to come. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So if anybody really suffered, it could just it would as be well him. have been a gunshot. It was. It, it could have yeah, been. It could have been. It could yeah. have been. His life could have ended right there. Yes. Will could have had a piece on him and said, "Bop bop." Yeah. You know. So we thankful that it was a slap, but he was also violated. Yeah. And there is no need or any reason for anyone to be violated on their job or even just on a personal level. Zero. Because now the reflection that Will Smith that Will Smith leave is you got to wonder how is the family dynamics in that house behind closed doors? How is the children going to be? Who are they as adults right now? You know, are they that aggressive and 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 confrontational like their parents are? Are they that toxic like their parents? Because you see, and now you put your children out there for speculations because of your reaction and your attitude. So we really got to think when we're in a position, I know you don't want people to call you a punk. Dude, you're a punk for let that guy do this to you. Or girl, you're such an idiot for letting this. Sometimes it's better to go down than to come up. Because if you're going to come up, 
and you're going to come up off the fact that you're going to use violence to do that. That's not a good look for you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because the Bible says, vengeance is mine. He says, the battle is not yours, but it's mine. So sometimes when we don't fight back, it's not because we don't have the strength to fight back. It's because sometimes it's better that we fight back in prayer than we fight back physically. That's right. Because God will, he's, he, he's stronger. He, provides, he knows. He provides justice. Yes. All situations resolve themselves through him on his terms. Yeah. And you can be surprised at how successfully they do work out. Exactly. And how people do get what is coming to them yes. one way or another. No bad deeds go yes. unpunished. Absolutely. And, I, and I, I might think of punishing you physically, but there are so many areas in your life that I don't know that God can touch and you'll be destroyed. And you'll be asking yourself, God, what have I done? Why I'm going through this, but you will not remember is what you did to me. Yep. Because why? I'm not one. Of, I'm. I want to say I'm one of God's favorite. I am one of them too. You know. Mm -hmm. So we got to be careful what we do to each other, man. We do. And and prayer is something that's haunting. Prayer is stronger than any obia or witchcraft that they have out there. You get them on your knees and you leave your flesh behind and you put yourself in the spirit and you start praying. Things will happen that you don't even think would have happened. Because God is able to do exceedingly and, and abundantly, abundantly above all. Absolutely. Beautifully so, said. Beautifully said. Yep. So I hope there's a healing process happening right now for Will Smith, his family, Chris Rock and his family, and the general public. Because I'm telling you right now, social media is the most toxic place for all of us. You know what I said to myself the other day? I said, what if one morning we all wake up? And we went on our social media to check how many likes we have or how many followers we have. And then we see zero. I'm telling you, some people would not know what to do with themselves, Jackie. Some people would go kill themselves because of all the likes and, and followers are gone. Oh some gosh. people would start attacking each other. Social media would be a hot mess hmm. because it's a place for validation. Yes. It's a place where, and you know what? Last time I checked, I don't want to be validated because I'm no damn parking lot. That's the only place you're going to get a validation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, this is excellent, Deb. I, I loved all your points. I thought you really set the foundation for uh, how to control your anger, you know, how to, and in the end, how important it is to forgive and trust God to be the author and finisher of our faith. Amen. And that is the, the fabulous way to get resolution, to get peace, and to come out of a situation uh, really smelling like a rose instead of... A rap fake. Amen. All right. Well, I hope you enjoy our lovely topic today. And I hope that through everything, just remember a gentle answer, turn it away wrath. So be very gentle in your words. Um, <laughs> use your words of encouragement more and your words of hate less or not at all. You know, um, trusting God for everything that is coming against you. And put him before you and put him after you. So he's beginning and the end, just like the Alpha and the Omega. Beginning and the end. We, you can't go wrong with God. You cannot go wrong with God. You cannot. My name is Jackie. And my name is Deborah.